open eyes that we may see to follow the about Genesis 36 1 through 43 now this chapter is very plain simple it's about Esau's generational lineage Esau's generational lineage and we see that in this lineage that ooh, they didn't mind having children. <laughs> I'm gonna say it like that. They didn't mind having children back in them days. They didn't mind. 
because it didn't bother them. It just, okay, we're going to have this child and we're going to have this and we're going to, and, and we're going to have this child and I'm going to have a child by this woman and this and that and the other and da, da, da. And this is the way uh, they're living in that time frame. And in that time frame, it's very important that we see that, you know, now him and Jacob are getting along and him and Jacob are, are, are having their families together. Their family, all their families are together. Esau's family and Jacob's family. And we see they're together. So let's see what happens in this chapter. Okay? All right, babies. It's time to think about that generational, you know, that generational wealth. That's what I think about when I see this chapter. I have read this chapter beforehand. And I, I do that with every, uh, every, 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 with everything that I have given you for daily devotional. I have read it. I have studied it. And this chapter makes me think of generational wealth. Okay, so let's get into Genesis 31, 1 through 43. All right, now it's time to get into this chapter. Genesis 36, 1 through 43. And it reads, Now these are the generations of Esau, who is Edom. Esau took his wives of the daughters of Canaan. Ada, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Ahalabama, the daughter of Anai, the daughter of Zibian, the Hivite, and Bashamath, Ishmael's daughter, sister of Nebajah. Nebajah. And Ada bare to Esau El Elphaz and Beshemeth bare Ruel and Ahalabah bare Jesus. Jeshus and Jalam and Korah. These are the sons of Esau, which were born unto him in the land of Canaan. And Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all the persons of his house and his cattle and all his beasts and all his substance which he had got in the land of Canaan and went into the country from the face of his brother Jacob. For their riches were more than that they might dwell together and the land wherein they were strangers could not bear them because of their cattle. Thus dwelt Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. 
And these are the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites in Mount Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons. Eliphaz, the son of Adam, Adar, the wife of Esau, Ruel, son of Bashmith, the wife of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, and Gatam, and Kinaz. And Timnah was concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son. And she bare to Eliphaz Amalek. Amalek. These were the sons of Adar, Esau's wife. And these are the sons of Ruel, Nahath, and Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the sons of Beshemeth, Esau's wife. These were the sons of Ahola Benema, the daughter of Anar, the daughter of Zibion, Esau's wife. And she bare to Esau Jesus, and Jalem, Jaalem, and Korah. These, are, these were dukes of the sons of Esau, the sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn son of Esau, Duke Timon, Duke Omar, Duke Zepho, Duke Kinaz, Duke Korah, Duke Gatam, and Duke Amalek. These are the dukes that came of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These were the sons of Adar. And these are the sons of Ruel, Esau's son, Duke Nahath, Duke Zerah, Duke Shem, Shem, Shemay, Duke Mizar. These are the dukes that came of Ruel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Beshemeth, Esau's wife. And these are the sons of Aholibama, Aholibama, Esau's wife, Duke Je, Je, Jeush, Jeush, Duke Jaalam, Duke Korah. These were the dukes that came of Aholibama, the daughter of Anah, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Esau, who is Edom. And and these are these are their dukes. These are the sons of Sair, the Horite, who inhabited the land. Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, and Anah, and Dishon. And Ezer, Ezer, and Deshane. 
These are the dupes of the Horites, the children of Sair in the land of Edom. And the children of Lotan were Hori and Heman, and Lotan's sister was Timnah. The children of Shobo were these, Alvin, Manahoth, Ebal, Shepho, and Onim. And these are the children of Zibian, both Ajah and Anah. The, this was that Anah that found the mules in the wilderness as he fed the asses of Zibian, his father. And the children of Anah were these, Deshaun, Aholibama, the daughter of Anah. And these are the children of Deshaun, Hemdan, and Ishban, and Ithran, and Chiran. The children of Ezer are these, Bilhah, and Zephan, and Achan. The children of Deshain are these, Uz and Aran. These are the dupes that came of the Horites, Duke Latan, Duke Shabal, Duke Zibion, Duke Anar, Duke Deshaun, Duke Ezer, Duke Deshaun. These are the dupes that came of Horah among their dukes in the land of Seir. And these are the kings that reign in the land of Edom. Edom before there reigned any king over the children of Israel. The Balaam, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom, and the name of this, the, his city was Denahaba. And Bela died, and Jobad, the son of Zera of Bosra, reigned in his stead, and Jobad died, and Hushain of the land of Tamani reigned in his stead, and Hushem died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who smote Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his stead, and the name of his city was Avant. And Hadad died, and Shimla of Masrika. Masrika reigned in his stead. And Semla died, and Saul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his stead. And Saul died, and Baalahamna, the son of Archbar, reigned in his stead. And Baalahamra. Be Alhanan, the son of Ashba, died, and Hadar reigned in his stead. And the name of the city was Pau, and his wife's name was Mehathabal, the daughter of Matri, the daughter of Mezahab. And these are the names of 
the dupes that came of Esau, according to their families, after their places by their names, Duke Timnah, Duke Alva, Duke Jetith, Duke Ahalabama, Duke Allah, Duke Pino, Duke Kinaz, Duke Temain, Duke Mibzah, Duke Madiel, Madiel, Duke Aram, these be the dukes of Edom, according to their inhabitants and land of their possession. He is Esau, the father of Edomites. E Edomite, Edomites. This is your reading for this chapter 36, 1 through 43. Dear Heavenly Father, teach us about generational, 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 generational lineage. And this chapter teaches us about generational lineage and how important it is for us to understand our generational lineage. Lord, we thank you for opening this chapter for us to read today, for we may learn something new about ourselves as well. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us just this day, just this moment, just this time right here, Lord, just to learn about this. Every moment we read your word, we always learn something new. And thank you for that. Lord, we say thank you for allowing us to open your word and read it in its entirety. For you will bless us. You will show us grace and mercy if we just be obedient to your way. Lord, thank you for your words of encouragement today. For everything is new and in its place as it shall be unto you. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of his word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Thank you and amen, amen, and amen. see in this chapter that we are learning about the lineage of Esau and how many children he has. Esau has gone and created a whole city. A whole city. And you think about how many grandchildren he has, how many children he has, how many grandchildren he has, and how many great-grandchildren he has. And you think about all this time, how many people that he has to be responsible for. Esau has built up a tremendous life. He has built up a tremendous family structure 
And that is an accomplishment in itself. When you look over your family lineage, what do you see? How many people do you see in it? And have you kept a record of it? That is what I want to dive in today with this with this chapter. I'll say after my grandmother passed, I decided to start my own family tree. And I even started me an account on Ancestry.com, right? And I was putting in the names, you get to create the account, you get to create, you know, even though, uh, you know, and you create the account and when you get, you you know, you put the name, you put the day, where they were born at, uh, uh, who they were born of, um, and how they are related to this person. See, I have my, my family tree, it consists of, I started with my grandmother and her mother and her father and then I stretched out from that point and put all the relatives that I knew from the time I was born up to the time of now and my tree is big (laughs) and you get to have this ancestry account and you add names and then you kind of got to update it and things like that but your thing is is that when you put the people names in you get hints back about what kind of information that goes with this person that comes from another source that holds all the information that fits into your tree and you get to look at the information but there is a fee for that on ancestry.com you get to put the name put it's like data entry basically put the information in, person name, date of birth, date of death, they passed, um, uh, their mother, their father, their sisters, their brothers, you know, I've, I've added all those characteristics to my family tree, and I have gotten hint after hint after hint after hint, it don't cost me but $20 a month, and with that $20 a month, I get the little, little leaf at the top of the page, at the top of the person's name in the corner, and I get to go in and find information. I have been so successful at that that I have already went back to my great 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 grandmother because I have the information. What is her name? What is her birthday? Who was she born? Where was she born? Where was who was she? I even have my great great grandmother's name. I've went back two three. Three generations to find out who I come from, who I belong to in this circle of life. And you look at look at Esau's life. You look at it. And a lot has changed since they were given their father Abraham decided to turn around since they have been given that birthright incident about the switching of the birthright, Jacob, him and his brother Jacob. And the thing is, is that you look at all that, you look at all the generations that come after that, who 
Esau was and who he came from, Abraham and Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And you think about, you know, and, and you think about all those people that, that these people come from, the lineage. And I think about my lineage when I read this, when I read this scripture. It's like, wow, I come from a marvelous group of people that have done marvelous things. I found out uh, about my grandmother moving to New York. I found out where her address was in New York before I came along. I found out, yes, she owned the dry cleaners. I found out a lot of things. I found out that um, I knew some of the things, but I didn't know if they were fact or not. But once I put in that information, I kind of got the little clues, the little leaflets, the little leaves on the edge of the person's uh, name. And I hit on, I click on it, and they give me all this information. And I've even researched some of my other cousins. I found relatives I didn't know I had. I found a cousin in California. I found a cousin in D.C. I found a cousin in Atlanta. I found a cousin that live out west in Denver, Colorado. And you think about how people, how close this family network is. No one is separated from each other. Everybody lives up. Everybody lives in the same community in Esau's time. Now our time is different. We have. We have, uh, we have, we have grew up, we have grew out, we have moved out of our parents' house. Back there, Esau, they didn't nobody leave, no house. Everybody stayed together, and you had your children, and they had theirs. I mean, you you know, you had Esau, he grandpa, papa, whoever you want, you know, however you name your, your people. You know, he's your dad, he's your grandfather, he's your great-grandfather, he's your great-great-grandfather, or he could be your brother, or your sister, or your cousin, and all those people stayed together, they stayed together, now, these days, everybody's so spread out, you can't even have a family reunion, I remember last family reunion I went to, we were having an it was so many people there I didn't even know. It was people there I I didn't know. I didn't I didn't I mean, you know, they were just there and I didn't know them and and that felt strange and out of place. And the thing is is that life carries us through a chasm of generation upon generation upon generation. And we think about that. And we think about it. And where did we come from? And who do we belong to? And when I found out some of the information about my relatives, it made me a proud person. It made me a proud, uh, proud individual to know that I come from a family of entrepreneurs. I didn't know that girl. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I heard about, yeah, she had to dry clean other and this and this and that. And then I look at all, I look at all the things that my, my parents and their parents had to go through. And then you think about it as from another aspect. I think about 
I'm part Indian, I'm part white, and I'm part slave. That's the that's the that is reality of where I come from. I'm part slave. I come from Africa. I'm part white because uh um well you know how that is, you know, master wants to sleep with the slaves. Okay? And I'm part Indian. Cause my mom is Indian and my grandmother was Indian and I'm and I'm a com I'm a I'm I'm like a combo plate, you know. Think about it. Think about it. If you go back into your lineage, like Esau, Esau has everything, every, you know who everyone is, you know who everyone is, you know who everyone belongs and who belongs where and what their role is in that community and what their title is. And you go back and you think about, wow, I come from this, I come from that, I come from that, you know, and it's like amazing. You know, when I was growing up, my grandma, my grandma would talk about how her grandma was an Indian, was a slave and an Indian. And I was like, wow, we are. You know, and then, then you think about this. She said, well, we also come from uh, white people too, baby. We also come from white people. And we know how that is that comes from slavery my grandma was an indian and a slave my great grandma my great great grandma was an indian and a slave and it was like wow you know and i can't get past i can't find any more information beyond that and that is kind of like nagging me but I, you know, but I digress. And the thing is that I'm happy that I'm here, and God allowed me to be here, no matter how the journey is, how how I had to, how my life in a, it 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 felt like a struggle at the time. But the older I got, the more I understood what was necessary for me to be here, what needed to be done, and God stepped in on time. And you think about your life. Think about all the stuff that your parents. Ask your sit down. If you still got parents living, you ask your parents. Okay, tell me about your life. Write the book. Tell you something. Tell you something. Tell you something. If I had a chance to do it all over again, I asked my grandma all these questions and write them down. And I would have had a family album, heirloom, something to keep us, keep us with the knowledge of who we came from and where we came from and who we came who we came, how we came, and where we are from. I realized I went back into a journey uh, when I, the last time I went home was for that uh, court date, if y'all remember from previous uh, daily devotions. Or uh, uh, I spoke about how I had went home to go to court, but on that, on that visit, I went to go visit my grandmother, my dad, and my grandfather's grave. And it just brought back memories. It brought back the memories of, look at what they went through for me, for me to be here. And I need to follow the dream that they had for me, to become somebody worth, somebody, somebody that can stand tall, look people in the eye and say, I'm here. 
You may not want me here, but I'm healed. You may not see me, but I'm healed. You know, and, and that's that's that thing, and and it, and it just uh blew my mind. It blew my mind to see those grave sites again. I hadn't visited home since. Let's see, I haven't been home since maybe two years ago, and I went there for a book signing event. And I didn't go home to visit the graves. I didn't go home to visit none of them people that was buried, because somebody said a long time ago, them people just in a hole in the grave, and then you're not going to see them. Where they where they live at is in your heart. But I had to go visit the grave, grave site. And I got some pictures and things like that. Where are you from, and what do you, where do you come, who, who do you, who you do, who do you extend from? And you look at Esau. You have everybody living together. Now family, my family, now the family is so stretched out. Everybody, oh, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And kids go off to college and people move away. And uh, you know, back in my grandma, my grandma used to sit back and say, um, in her time, it was people leaving the country because she was living in the country where it was 1915. So 1950, 1915 was a time of right there, the beginning of the 20th century, as they call it, you know. And then my grandma, now I think about my great-grandma, she's born in 1880. And then I think about, okay, all right, okay, look at all this time. That ain't, that ain't long. That ain't, that's not a long time if you think about that. From 1880 to 19, 1915, then to 1915 to 1971, the year I was born. My dad was born in 34. And you think about all that, what time, my grandma lived in 1915 to 9, to 2011. And you think about that generation. She's seen World War One. She's seen World War Two. She's seen Korean War. She's seen the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, uh, Vietnam. She's seen, my great-grandmother has seen that too. My great-grandmother didn't die to 1984. And you think about that time frame of all the stuff that they've lived through just so I could be here. And my grandma's born in the country and she's living in time as sharecropper. Share as a share where the family owns land, uh, lease is leasing land from a white owner. And I even did research about that. Even did research about where this this Jordan farm, Jordan farm is that my grandparents used to talk, my grandma used to talk about all the time. Where is it at? I found it, found it. It's not far from where she's buried. Now that's that's something that's something to think about. It's not far from where she's buried. I say it's about 45 minutes from where she's buried. I said, next time I go home, I'm going to go find this place. The Jordan phone. And, you know, and, and it, bring, it, it, it makes you want to do research about your family lineage. So, I want to say, do your research on your family lineage because you never know what you might find. You never know. 
You see Esau and everyone lives together, but now society has it where everybody lives apart. No one lives in the same house. Now they got to the point where they turn around and put children out at the 18. You know, you don't, you know, they don't believe in, and you know, some people don't believe in children staying at home or, or you know, not getting their stuff together or whatever, or staying in the same household. But when my grandma kept me, she had me and my dad and my children in her house all at the same time. That gave me something to think about too. That she never said, no, you can't come live here. She never told any of us, we couldn't come home to stay with her. Because she loved us, loved us being around. And, you know, and that's the thing, you know, we raise, you know, raise the children different now. Raise them different, you know, where now we're teaching them how to be independent instead of being at home with their parents, stay at home with their parents, and they have children, and their grandkids is there. Then it's, it's like a multi, multi-level experience in a household where it's five generations, sometimes it's five generations live in one house. I've seen that with my cousins and them growing up, my grandmother's, my grandmother's sister's kids, my grandmother's sister, where... Uh, my grandmother's sister's kids where her kids was there and then their kids was there and then it's like okay how many generations we going but it was fun it was it was everybody was together and then nobody had to worry about nothing and everybody put their money together everybody put their resources together and they built homes and they and they did things together as a family now everybody is for themselves so wanted to say thank you for your time Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. And go check out your lineage like Esau in this chapter. If you do not know who and where you come from. It's very important to know that. All right. I love y'all. And I will talk to y'all tomorrow morning. Because now I'm all caught up. I'm all caught up. Thank you, Jesus. I'm all caught up with your daily devotionals. And... I love y'all, and I will see y'all tomorrow morning for October 11, 2021. We're going to be talking about Genesis 37, okay? So, see y'all tomorrow morning. Love you. Bye-bye. everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you.
Hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Sharice Johnson Moore here and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies, I love you.